we really want to shift how people do things, how they think about sustainability, and make it as accessible as possible. I always find it amusing and a bit weird when I hear people complain about celebrities and entertainers getting vocal about their politics. Actors should stick to acting, or singers should keep their mouths shut when they're not singing. But our rock stars, pop stars, and movie stars are our cultural touchstones. Politicians get on board with an idea once there's already a groundswell of support for it. Then they swoop in and take all the credit. But it's our filmmakers, songwriters, actors, dancers, and all artists who venture out onto the leading edge of philosophy and thought. Scientists and engineers can create technology that does a thing, but our artists dream of what can be done in the first place. The entertainment industry is an easy target for criticism because no matter what art is made in any form, it will always irritate somebody's sensibilities. And so it should be, because art is not meant to be mindless, but rather to act as a mirror of our culture in all its beauty and ugliness, so that we can collectively decide where our next steps should lead us. In recent years, we've seen a great number of people within the entertainment industry acting as champions of the environment and working towards solutions to halt climate change. So it comes as no surprise that this industry is turning its attention inward and looking at how they can make their own craft more sustainable and planet-friendly. Today's episode is brought to you by GreenSpark Group a consulting company working with the entertainment industry to integrate sustainability and develop systems that transform culture. Today I'm speaking with Zena Harris, the CEO of GreenSpark Group. We talked about how the entertainment industry as a whole is aware that they need to practice what they preach. Entertainers have a unique talent to articulate and focus thought and then inspire people into action. But they can do so as an industry by practicing sustainability within their craft. In order to to talk about how well we're doing, let's say, or to talk about sustainability at all, we need to be able to demonstrate as an industry that we are doing, you know, what what we're advocating for more broadly. And if we're advocating for reducing greenhouse gas emissions, then we need to be demonstrating that we can do that behind the camera and in other actions, you know, behind the scenes. As other industries have evolved um, and the general public is now more aware of climate change and sustainability, um, the entertainment industry and the motion picture industry has evolved as well. As it turns out, there's a lot that can be done within this industry to be more sustainable. Zena's company focuses primarily on film and TV production. Most recently, she's worked with the production companies and crew for the latest seasons of TV shows such as The X-Files and Legion. So now we think about um, what we do with our sets. So we use materials to build sets. And then we use trucks to um, get equipment around. And so we're looking at fuel consumption and all of that. You, a film or TV show can have 200, 300 crew members sometimes if it's a big one. All of those people have lunch during the day and that's supplied by a, a caterer. And so there's food involved. Then inherent in all of this activity, there's waste. And so every single department on a film 
production will contribute to waste, whether it be construction waste or food waste, um, waste from the the office setting like paper and that sort of thing. So there's a lot of, of waste that can be generated. So we look at that too. There are several reasons a studio might want to work with GreenSpark Group to make their production sustainable. We sometimes think it's a lot of extra work to think green, but within TV and film, thinking about sustainability can actually save the production a lot of money. When we work on a production, we collect a lot of data. And that means, you know, we're looking at things like fuel consumption, electricity use, how much is being sent to the landfill, how much is being recycled, how much is being composted. We are looking at donations, um, the materials that are reused, all sorts of different um, data points. And we pull it together in a sustainable production wrap report. And we give that to the studio and also to the production um, so they can see, you know, what their impact was. They can also see how much money they've saved. We do a cost analysis for them to say, because you implemented these sustainable production practices, you've avoided so much money um, or you've saved so much money. And we know that of the productions we've worked with, they save on average $80,000. When you start putting some dollars around some of these actions, people start to take notice. This principle of, of cost savings holds true for, for other industries as well. We know that fuel is the number one um, emitter of greenhouse gas emissions or contributes to uh, the most to the greenhouse gas um, emissions profile. And so we know that. So we work with productions to focus on how to reduce their fuel consumption. And therein lies a lot of cost savings because fuel can be expensive and they're using a lot of it. So if we can reduce that in any way, that's going to save them money. But like I said in the beginning, Zena's clients understand their positions as influencers and directors of our culture. They feel a great need to act responsibly and to be examples for other businesses and industries. It's not just about saving money and cutting waste. Waste is something really easy to, to grab onto because you can see it, but we focus a lot on reducing greenhouse gas emissions. And I would also say we're talking more and more with folks about the content on the screen, what is put on the screen, whether it be, you know, props in the background, or if there could be a mention of, you know, hey, I've got to go plug in my EV, you know, it, you know, little, little subtle things can, can go a long way toward normalizing sustainability in general. Normalizing sustainability is the key here. If filmmakers, actors, and production crews can all work together to make sustainability normal in their fast-paced industry, then anyone can do it. One of the most memorable phrases in the sphere of sustainability is reduce, reuse, recycle. Personally, I believe finding ways to do all three in some combination is great, but I get concerned when we talk about cutting out things that are part of our culture. We've decided that burning fossil fuels is not a great idea, but that doesn't mean we've abandoned the idea of home energy or cars. We're simply replacing fossil fuels with renewable energy sources. I would prefer to see a mindset around how to do things we enjoy in a better way, rather than cutting it out completely just because the current way doesn't fit right now. 
Before, there was tremendous amounts of waste and carbon emissions associated with film production. But that doesn't mean we need to cut movies and TV shows from our culture. It also doesn't mean we're helpless to change what isn't working for us. We can think sustainability, but we still get the same entertainment that we love. That's right. I think that that is probably one of the biggest misconceptions about sustainability in general is that we have to do without. We are we are not doing without by any means. Um, you know, it it is a shift in thinking. It's a shift in behavior. But you know, there are alternative um, products and services out there that can even enhance your life so much um, that have a lighter impact. So it's not about doing without, it's about shifting how we do things. Now, the reason I bring up this cutting things out part is because one battle that I always see is the desire by some to cut art education in our schools. I've never understood this. I think it's completely short-sighted and foolish. Art and music in all forms are the bedrock of our society. It's where thought and philosophy combine and allow us to imagine better ways of doing anything and everything. But as soon as there's some hurdle or money's tight, we suddenly need to cut art. If we truly want to create a world where people are happy and healthy and live in harmony, we should be doing much more to improve art education. Exactly. Exactly. I am a firm believer that arts, all arts, no matter what what type of art you practice, whether it be visual arts, music, um, you know, dance, theater, it. it those are hugely important for kids. And I'm a big supporter of the arts because they inspire people in, in various ways. Exposing kids to art um, in, in any form, I think, is just a fantastic way of opening the mind and allowing for that creativity that's going to then inspire, um, you know, a, a different way of thinking about how we live, how we interact with our daily surroundings. Man, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be cool if we had the math, science and arts mashup and we could just, you know, ha have such a fulsome, you know, education, like a really holistic education system. Um, that is just like, I think that would just be fantastic. I asked Zena what we should be teaching kids in school now so they're ready for careers in her field when they grow up. Well, my field is, uh, you know, focusing specifically on, on the motion picture industry is, is pretty new. Sustainability as a field is not so new. But I would say for kids, it, it can be as simple as being curious you know, fostering curiosity, um, asking questions and in diving into, you know, particular interests that kids may have, um, you know, a great foundation in the sciences and math is key. And, you know, my heart is in, in the arts as well. So allowing kids the opportunity to combine their interests, a focus in math and science and art I mean, just that holistic, you know, educational experience is great. And I would say for kids, I mean, look around, look around how and and see, you know, what you can do slightly differently. How can you improve a situation? You know, how can you improve 
the waste and recycling at your school? How can you encourage your teachers to um, not use as much electricity or maybe not use as many materials? Maybe you guys can reuse materials in your class. You guys can do the same kind of things that film and TV productions are doing. So I would encourage kids to get out there and be curious, ask questions, and look for ways to to reduce environmental impacts. And for older high school kids thinking of careers in entertainment, our future filmmakers and directors, how can they pursue their passion with sustainability in mind? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. And it's, it's something that we're actively working on. Um, we haven't published it yet. Um, but we are working on, you know, a training module because we want sustainability to be as normal as, you know, a morning cup of coffee. There are tools and resources out there right now um, that anybody can use, whether you are a student filmmaker, whether you are the most experienced filmmaker, um, you can get a carbon calculator, you can get best a list of best practices, you can get flyers to put on your set that says please recycle or don't idle or whatever. Um, and you can filmmakers can find that information on the greenproductionguide.com. That is out there right now. And so I would say um, you know, familiarize yourself with sustainable production, sustainable production practices. Ask your teacher, your instructor, what you can do in your student project, or if you're on production right now, ask what you can do to reduce your impact. If you are in a film school, talk to the department head, ask if more education can be provided to students about uh, sustainable production practices. While this all may sound very daunting, We all know right now one thing that we can do to reduce our impact. It can be eat less red meat. It can be not use a plastic water bottle. It can be, you know, ride your bike to your next location or production or, you know, it can, it can be a lots and lots of different things. And I would just say, do something. Do something, whatever it is, to reduce your impact. Um, It doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It doesn't even have to cost money. But do something. Hey, I see you. You're in green tech and you're saving the world. Well, how would you like to share your experience and educate some kids? Planet Bonehead is distributed to schools across the U.S. and Canada, seen by about 250,000 kids grades 4 to 7 every year. And now I'm forming partnerships with several nonprofits to bring this series into their educational programs as well. The work you're doing is amazing, and nobody knows about it. Not to mention, many people might not really understand it or understand why it's important. Well, I want to tell your story and inspire a new generation of master stewards for our one and only planet Earth. If that sounds cool to you, then connect with me at fuelblue.com.